Hello, this is Pastor Kong Hee. I want to thank you for joining us on our podcast. I pray that you'll be blessed in Christ, encouraged by the Word, and experience an encounter with God. Remember, knowing God and being known by Him is the greatest pursuit of life. Enjoy the message. The third statement of the Apostles' Creed is this. Jesus was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary. This was a supernatural conception. Jesus was born by the direct action of God. There was no physical consummation between a man and a woman. This means that while Jesus had a biological mother, there was no biological father involved. Therefore, he's both divine and fully human, having both natures at once. He's fully divine because he was conceived by the Holy Spirit. And he's fully human because he came forth ex Maria, meaning that he was created out of the substance of Mary. Now, Jesus is not a half-human, half-divine hybrid or mutant. Rather, he's the God-man, one person who possesses two natures. He's God incarnate or God embodied in human flesh. Now, in Christology, this is called the hypostatic union. God the Son took on human nature, yet remained fully God at the same time. Jesus is fully God and fully man. The incarnation is very important because this was the only way Jesus could be born without sin. He was called the Holy One from birth. There was no taint of inherited sin from Adam. He was totally free from the original sin. Therefore, Jesus was not in Adam. Instead, Jesus is the head of a new creation. He has absolutely no sin nature. There's nothing in him that craves sin. Jesus is perfectly holy in the truest and deepest definition of the term. He is completely sinless. Now, this is fundamental because for Jesus to be our Savior, three conditions must be fulfilled. Number one, he must be human to identify with fallen humanity. An angel cannot die for our sins. Only a human can shed his blood, which is necessary for the remission of sins. Number two, he must be an infinite man. A mere mortal couldn't bear the infinite price that had to be paid for all the sins of the whole world. Number three, he must be completely sinless. A sinner could not die for the sins of others. All human beings have broken God's law and live under its curse. Jesus came to redeem those born under the law. Only Jesus qualified because only Jesus had perfectly kept the law and fulfilled it. Therefore, the virgin birth guaranteed that Jesus fulfilled all three conditions. Because he was conceived by the Holy Spirit, he is fully God. Because he was born of Mary, he is fully human. Because he was born holy, he is sinless in thought, in word and deed. Therefore, Jesus is fully qualified to be your savior, your penal substitute on the cross. As a human, Jesus has a brain, organs, and a body. He has feelings and a soul. When he was tired, he slept. When he was hungry, 
He ate. When he was dirty, he washed himself to maintain his personal hygiene and good health. There was no temptation or physical pain that Christ couldn't feel or experience. His humanity is real. Because of this, Jesus can relate to us in a way that no angels or animals can. Hebrews 4.15 says, For we do not have a high priest who is unable to empathize with our weaknesses, but we have one who has been tempted in every way just as we are, and yet without sin. Only a real human can sympathize with our many weaknesses and temptations. Jesus can identify with all of them, including all the pain, hardships, and sufferings that you have gone through. Finally, Jesus was born of the Virgin Mary. She was the first century Galilean, a Jewish girl who lived in Nazareth. She was from the lineage of David. Mary was probably around 13 or 14 years old and betrothed to Joseph. When the angel appeared to her, God chose Mary because she had a beautiful character and a strong faith in God. Now, being the mother of Jesus doesn't make Mary the mother of God, the queen of heaven, the co-redemptrix, or the mediatrix. So we must not worship, pray to her, or pray through Mary as an idol or a god. Mary was not born without sin, a false idea known as the Immaculate Conception. Neither did she have a glorious resurrection and ascension like Christ, another unbiblical idea known as the Assumption of Mary. And, and she's not now given an exalted role in heaven. What is certain from the Bible is this. Mary was also a sinner who needed a savior. She was very humble and her heart was totally yielded to God. When the angel announced God's plan to her without hesitation, she said, Behold, the maidservant of the Lord, let it be to me according to your word. For the next 30 years, Mary was criticized for having a baby out of wedlock and often scorned for being an immoral woman. Yet her faith in God never wavered. What a blessing for Jesus to have a wonderful mother. And what a privilege for Mary to nurture the Son of God. The incarnation shows that God understands your hurts, struggles, and temptations. Without the incarnation, Jesus Christ could not die for you, and the cross would become meaningless. The incarnation shows how much God loves you and has made a way for you to be redeemed through His Son. Amen, and God bless.